0: You are now listening to the I Can't Wait to Tell You podcast with Casey Edward. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and ideas on everything from manifestation and meditation to money, sex and relationships, self-love and body image, and life in general. I want you to know that you are not your thoughts, that you can choose your thoughts, and thus you and only you create your reality. It's time for you to take control of your life and let joy and abundance be your natural state of being. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the I Can't Wait to Tell You podcast. My name is Casey Edward. Thank you as always for being here. If you are newer to the show, the intention of this podcast is to help you thrive spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. On that note, in today's episode, I am going to be speaking a little bit about the Roe v. Wade overturning decision and how I have been handling it, how we can handle it, and how every individual is going to be different, but there's there's so much to dive into spiritually and emotionally on something like this. And so I want to talk about it in a way that is right for me. And so at first when things like this happen, I'm like, oh, on the show, should I have someone on and discuss it and discuss the implications and get into it? But that's not my role. And so we're going to be discussing a little bit about the differences of roles that people are going to be playing when something major for the collective happens. So it's funny because I didn't really have the intention to talk about this on the show. I mean, it was in the back of my mind, like if it flowed, I was going to talk about it. And then uh, I'm going to liken a situation that happened to me this morning to this overturned decision, and I'm going to make some parallels so that we can understand how to deal with something of this magnitude. So let me let me explain what I mean by this. So this this morning I went over to check on my friend's chickens. My friend and her husband and their son are traveling right now and so I'm watching over the chickens. And I went over this morning to let them out and to feed them, and two of the chickens were like in the corner. And at first, I was like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> no! Please be alive!" And then I could see them breathing, and I was like, "Phew!" So I open up the chicken coop, and one of the chickens comes out. One of the ones in the corner. All the other chickens come out, and the other one kind of pops its head up, and as the so with chickens if you don't know and I swear I'm getting back to the point of all of this but with chickens if you don't know when a pecking order has to be put into place so essentially the higher up ranked chicks chickens have to show their rank by beating up the other chickens so this poor chicken is in the corner and all of its feathers have been pecked out and plucked out of its head and so it just has this big open wound essentially on the back of its head and I was distraught. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. Usually I would call Joe, but he was at golf. So I called my friend whose chickens it is. I was like, what do I do? She's okay, but it's it's just kind of bad. And she's like, okay, we'll, we'll separate them. Like they were trying to integrate them and keep them in the in the coop together. But so all morning I was feeling a little sad. So I cried after, after we got off the phone. I cried and I was like, this poor baby, whatever. And then I go have coffee. I come back, I check on the chickens again, and I was starting to feel a little sad, but I could tell that the sadness was no longer necessary. Now, this is where the parallel between this and something as big as the overturn of Roe v. Wade or as big as a collective, a really big collective happening, this is where the parallel comes in. I let myself feel the emotions this morning. I cried, I felt bad for the chicken, I was like, oh my god, I wish there was more I could do, whatever. Feel all the emotions. I felt them all. And then I realized, okay, taking on more emotions around this is not going to help me be more effective, and therefore, since I've already felt the emotions, I do not need to feel them anymore. It also made me realize I am taking on energy. I could feel this morning the collective sadness, the collective just very wide range of emotions. And if you're an empath or if you're spiritually in you can probably feel all of the energies going on. But so what I wanted to come on here and say is there is a time to feel all of the emotions, to cry, to feel it, to express it, to allow it to come up in your body and feel it. And then once you have done so efficiently, once you feel like you have done that, Then it's time to shift into, okay, now what? So when Roe v. Wade was overturned, how this this played out for me was, and I'm going to get into, like I said in a bit, how everyone has a different way of expressing themselves when something like this happens. But so for me, I learned that when something like this happens, I am someone who likes to discuss it with someone I feel very safe with and have a very... Level conversation about it. So for me, that person is Joe. So Joe and I sit down and we have a conversation around the implications, what's going to happen, how we can help, all of this, all, all of the details. And I express the fear, I express the uncertainty, I express the confusion as to how this could happen. And so I am someone who needs to have a very safe conversation about it. Now, there were people in my life who were texting me who were angry and wanted to do something, but that's not where I was at. And so for me to be to put myself into that situation would not have been helpful to anyone. I'm not someone who wants to go protest because that's not who I am. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's what you should be doing. But no, my role is feeling it, letting myself feel safe, and then from there taking whatever action happens or being a safe space to hold space for people, right? And so the reason that this is important is because when anything big like this happens, this is a big deal. When something like this happens, you get to ask yourself, who am I in situations like this? Am I someone who feels most effective going and protesting? That might be yes. Am I someone who needs to post on LinkedIn and post on social media to get out their, their feelings and to speak their truth? If so, do that. Are you someone like me who expresses it with someone they feel safe with and then is essentially a space holder and also someone who just stays even keeled after feeling the emotions? Again, I felt the emotions and I discussed it and then I stay in a certain vibration to hold the collective up because again... It is no longer effective if you're scrolling through LinkedIn and taking on all of these people's emotions because there is going to be a lot of energy. There's going to be hate. There's going to be negativity. There's going to be outright <laughs> like righteousness. It, it, there's going to be a lot of energy. Now again this does not mean I am not saying turn a blind eye to what's going on I am not saying don't know what people think don't don't care I'm not saying that but I am saying to as an adult take your place to a, take yourself to a place where you're saying to yourself Are the emotions I'm taking on, are the comments I'm writing on social media, are the opinions I'm taking into my energetic field helping me be more effective in the big picture change? Ask yourself that. So maybe you go protest and that feels really good and you get all of your emotions out and you showed up for yourself in that way and then you go home and you're like, okay, now what do I want to do? Instead of going on social media and just blowing up everyone's spot or doing whatever. And maybe maybe that is what you need to do. I really don't know. That's, that's what this whole episode is about. Everyone's different. And we have to respect everyone's differences. But maybe you get home and you're like, that was my piece. I put my body out there. I put my energy out there. That was my piece. And now I'm not going to take on any more emotion. Because it... it I feel like we think that the only way to be effective in times like this is to be outraged or to say stuff or to combat others that we don't agree with or what have you. And that's only going to be some people. But again, we have to continue to check in with ourselves to make sure that we are at homeostasis within our bodies, to make sure that we are safe. Because ultimately, in this moment, I'm not going to be able to help anyone if I'm off the hinges. That's true. No one is going to, if you are out of your body, if you're angry, if you are taking on all of these people's emotions, like if right now you do not need an abortion, you need to, you get to ask yourself, okay, well, how can I help the women who had this right taken away? And in this moment actually need the help, right? Like instead of being like, Well, now this this can't happen, and this can't happen, and okay, that's true. And like I said, we get the emotions out, you feel the emotions, but then how can I help, though? Instead of just continuously like reiterating, like we we know that it was overturned. We get we get it, but now how are you going to help? Do you see what I'm saying? How are you going to be the most effective? And ultimately that comes from being in a place within yourself. Where you are still very self-aware. Where you're safe. Because if you're not feeling safe in your body, you're not going to be able to help anyone out there who actually needs safety. Do you see what I'm saying? So again, I'm not saying not to be angry. I'm not saying not to feel all of the feels. But I am saying to not take on all of these other people's emotions and be put yourself in like this hypothetical emotional state that's going to take you out of efficacy. Does that make sense? And I feel like that's a little bit different because it's, there are people, again, like we see the people who want to speak their truth and want to speak their voice and that's them, but there are different kinds of people. I am not one of those people. I am sensitive and I like having conversations and I like having, holding the space. And I know my energy. Like when my, the people in my life who were like all in an uproar or wanting to go protest or whatever, I respect that. And I, that's not me. That's not me. So eventually once those people have, cooled down, and again, nothing wrong with the fact that they're fired up, but once they've come down to a a place where we can kind of meet halfway, then I'll be able to hold the space for them, and then we'll be able to have a conversation. You see what I'm saying? So ask yourself, who am I? How do I feel called from my intuition, not from my ego? This is very important, my friends. This is very, very important. In times like these, now right now, your ego might be saying, fuck you, Casey, I'm pissed. I am pissed. But this is the whole thing. Taking action from the ego is, and this is a bigger conversation, but this this is, this is the most, the utmost problem of humanity is taking action from the ego instead of checking in with our bodies and souls. What does your soul want to do about this situation? What do you feel called to do? And I will say one more time, I am not saying to not feel the feels. That is not what I'm saying. I am saying feel the feels and then check in with yourself and then take action. It is helping no one to be off the rails and taking action. That's what I'm saying. And I've done an episode similar to this when Trump was voted into office because there, there are going to be these times, but ultimately healing the collective consciousness, taking action from a conscious awareness place is the most powerful thing you can do. It is the most change inducing thing you can do. It is the most profound thing that you can do. So if you are feeling like you're starting to get out of your body, you're starting to have, you're taking on the emotions of all of these people and it's feeling uh, Cleanse your space, clear yourself, meditate a little bit, take some deep breaths, remind yourself that you're safe because again, ultimately you being a safe space, you being a conscious aware human being is the highest action you can take. I swear, I feel like, like think about all, think about how profound it would be for humans To stop and meditate and come back into their hearts and then take action from that place. That action, and the action is going to be different, that action is so much more powerful than letting the ego take over and just fucking going for it. But that's, the ego is going to want to do that for many, for many, okay? The ego is going to want to do that. Just cultivate the self-awareness. Me being sad about the chicken all morning would not help anybody. I felt the sadness. I cried. I took care of the chicken. And then I said, okay, now what can I do? Now what can I do? And sometimes the answer is going to be what I can do is hold the vibration of healing and change and space holding, and just being in love, being in a space of love. And again, your ego might be like, absolutely not. But what does your soul and what does your heart say? I feel like me sitting in a meditation and being in the frequency of love and sending it out to the world is so effective. I know that in my bones that it is because ultimately the world needs love and the ego is separate. Wayne Dyer says, likes to make the acronym ego edge god out ego edge god out that's what the ego is it edges god out so why are we acting from a place where god is being edged out the universal love life force is being edged out and this takes practice like you if you've been listening to the show for a while you know how much <laughs> like healing and inner work i've done good god but now so now I don't have anything in the body. So now for me to not be triggered, it's 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 quite easy because there's there's really nothing in my in my body, there's no buttons to push. But I understand, I understand how this could be so fucking triggering, of course. But you just have to be mature, emotionally mature enough, honestly, you guys. Emotionally mature enough to ask yourself where the change is going to come from from you. And can you do it in a state of love? And can you see all mankind as one? Outside of their ego, everyone is God. We are all one. And again, that is, that is difficult for the mind to wrap itself around in this time, in these times, in times like these. But ultimately, big picture, I will drive this home one more time. Coming back to love, coming back to peace. That is going to win. Think about the greatest minds of all time. What are they saying? That's what they're saying. What did Martin Luther King Jr. say? Darkness can't drive out the darkness. Only light can do that. I might have butchered that, but you know what I'm saying. And Einstein used to say, you can't be at the level of the problem to find the solution. You can't. You can't be at the level of the problem to find the solution all of the greatest minds, we go to them for so many things, but then we let our emotions take over and we get out of control. And then we don't actually take them up on those words. That is the truth though. Light be in the light. And I think that, and I know that I'm kind of saying the same things over and over, but I want to put it in different ways for people to be able to discern what they need to hear in their own way. But so we often think of the light as only high vibration, but that is not necessarily true. The light can also be emotions that need to play themselves out. You see what I'm saying? That just came through me. Like my mind was nowhere there. That just channeled through me. I don't know even know. I guess like, do you see what I'm saying though? Like you can still show up to a protest and be in light. You can still disagree with someone. And be in your light. This does not mean that you are agreeable. I used to be so agreeable before my healing journey. And now because I'm in the light, it feels safe to disagree with people or to speak my truth, right? So how can we do that? How can we do that? Take some time if you need to and journal and be with yourself and speak to someone where you, wh- whom you feel safe with. And again, that doesn't mean that you are having a conversation with someone who's going to agree with you. It just means that you're safe to say, well, I feel like this. Is that true? You can swear. You can cry. You can feel all of the things in a safe space. And then once you felt that, once you understand, once you come to an understanding within yourself, then what? That's the time to say, now what? So for me, that meant holding space this weekend, talking about with friends, putting this podcast episode out there. But again, my mind was like, okay, we should have like a lawyer on the show who's talking about the intricacies of Roe v. Wade and why it was overturned and all this stuff. But that's not, that's not what my soul wants. That's not for me to do. There are going to people be people out there doing that. There will be podcasts doing that. And that's for what people need to hear. But for me, this is what I needed to speak into the world. This is what I needed to say. You see what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just holding the space for you. to to hold, I'm holding the space for you to hold space for yourself, but to come back to your light, whatever that means for you. And to bridge the gap between lightness and darkness for all of humans, for all of mankind with love, my friends, with love, with love, with love, with love, Mm, with love, feel it in your body. That is the challenge. Anyone can, Go off the fucking rails. Like I said, anyone can do that. Let their emotions take over. Act from that place. La 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 la. Anyone can do that. But can you be the different one? Can you be the one that holds the space? Can you be the one in the light? Can you be the one that checks in with themselves from a place of love? And then take action. So... I hope that this was helpful for you. I know that right now there are people out there hurting and I am sending love out there. I'm just sending love out there to all of you. I'm holding the space for all of you. Take your time, feel the feels, take action from your heart space and know that you are loved, know that you are supported. We are all loved, we are all supported and you are magical enough to make change. Sit and journal with your inner voice, with your soul. How do you want me to show up? What do you want me to do? What feels like the right good action? What feels safe? It might not feel great. It might be scary, but it's safe. Where is that action for you? So I am sending you love. I am sending you so much love. I can't say that enough. I can't stress that enough. And if you think that this episode will help someone who needs to hear it, please do share it. Please do send it along. And I will talk to you soon.